Good afternoon and good evening, everybody. Time for NRL fantasy questions from the Discord. Guys, it's Timmy here. I've got Baldwin, I've got Cookie, and I've got Paulie G joining us tonight. Welcome, everybody. Evening, man. Howdy. All right, so let's go through a few things. Um, Scotty, can you keep us up to date with what's yeah, happened mate. with uh, Cooler? Got a little niggle injury, so he could be back next week. Hoping he is because I've had him from the start. But he, who, who knows? Little niggles, they may be out for a couple of weeks. You, you just don't know these days. So um, I probably wouldn't be bringing him, in, bringing him in if you don't have him this week. Cool. And Cookie, what's your update for us in terms of Haas? Uh, well, I've just been reading that he's going to get the one to two weeks, but they're still not decided on it, if it's going to be for this week. or. But I'd say it's more likely going to be that he plays this week because he's starting to get short notice, and I'd say he'll be out next week for sure. But we still don't know. It's still up in the air. Sweet. All right, and the other one that's kind of come out overnight or this afternoon is Taylor May got charged uh, for assault in Queensland. Um, this doesn't apply. To, my understanding is this doesn't apply to the no-fault stand-down because the maximum penalty for assault is less than 11 years. So this one will be one that should just run the course of police investigation without the NRL interference. Paulie, is that how you understand it, it works now? Yeah, Um, we'll have to wait and see, though, but I'd be surprised if we hear anything else this week. So I think if you already own him, you just sort of play along business as usual. But if you don't own him, you're probably a little bit more wary, shall we say. So I thought we'd just run with a couple of those right off the top because we're going to have a lot of questions about Taylor May. We're going to have a lot of questions about Cooler. Um, and then there's captaincy questions at some point as well for Hass. All right. So first question. This one's for Scotty. Scotty, uh, this is from Cookie. He asks, only way I can get May in is to trade out Josh Josh King. Do you think May is a must-have? And does he hold his spot when Toto is back? Mm, that's, yeah, that's a tough one. I, I'd be keeping King now. Um Especially with all the news that's happened, I wouldn't even bother bringing in Taylor May. I think Taylor May will have. I think his court date is in May, funnily enough. Um, so I think he's going to play this month and then go into his court hearing and whatnot, and then they'll see what the outcome is. So, um, uh, but it is the last week I reckon you can bring him in before he makes too much cash. Um, but I wouldn't be giving up Josh King. Josh King's only one injury away um, from that Melbourne side to be getting 65 minutes again. So, yeah, I wouldn't be trading Josh King out. Cool. Uh, Paulie, the second part of Cookie's question is, do you, do you think Taylor May holds his spot when Toto is back? Is that just a bit more complicated now or do you still think he holds his spot? No, it's way too complicated to predict um, at the moment. So it's one of those things if you own him, you know, you're obviously hoping for the best, but if you haven't picked him up yet, you can't have everyone. So you probably really got to decide if it's just one of those guys that you've got to let through to the keeper um, with all the variables because, you know, you get him, you miss the next cheapie that comes along and look at look at the outs at the moment. 
for every out, there's going to be an in. So I reckon we're going to get a lot more cheapies pop up over the next four to six weeks. Yep. All right. Cookie, you happy with those responses, mate? <laughs> well, while you're still there, Cookie, next question from uh, Punished Goy. Who is a good replacement for Fafita and who is a good cheap centre wing fullback? Yeah, thanks. Mm, good replacement for Fafida. Uh, well, I'm in the same boat now. I don't know if there is a a good replacement. I'll probably just be holding unless you've got enough cash in the bank to get directly to um, what's his name, Cleary. And yeah. um, what was the second part of the question? Oh, the sorry, part of the question was who is a good cheap centre fullback? Mm, I'd have to have a look. I don't know if there's that many. Um, so I just jumped on to the stuff. I mean, Papali'i would be a good one if you're looking directly for an edge person want to spend the money kind of equally. Sorry, I could have said that. Apart from him, there, there's not really. Um, so he's one that kind of stands out to me. I think if you're someone that likes a bit of a gamble, TPJ could also be someone in that edge second row that you could have a bit of fun with. Um, in terms of... In terms of centre wing fullbacks, there's not a lot. If specifically, if you're looking for dual position, there's not a lot to choose from. There's um, no. Cooler was going to be the best one, and and he's no longer there. Um, and then there's not anyone like Jesse Arthur's, but he's gone up too much in price now. He's three fifty nine k. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. You've got in terms of guys that are under four hundred k, you've got. Mbai, Tuala, Cobo, Arthurs. Mbai could be a shout if you're looking. Yeah. No. Yeah. No way. Of anyone that's You wouldn't be going in by that. St. George side's just all over the shop. Sloan could come in this week. Like, I wouldn't be. Yeah, true. Yeah, I don't think there's anyone, unfortunately. Sorry. No. No, no. Definitely not under 400K. Probably really not anyone. Um. Under 300k either, I'm just looking. Definitely no one under 300k with that dual position. Mm. Um, sorry, punished. All right, uh, Discord Beast. Uh, Scotty, is you and Aitken going to sell soon? Uh, this this is what I was tossing up with my Cleary trade. Um, no, I don't think so. Uh, obviously, we've been we've heard that there's going to be a crackdown in the rules this week, which means the game will open up a lot, um, which may give him a few more line breaks, a few more attacking stats, which he hasn't gotten um, like last season. Um, I, I think he's a hold. I think he's a hold for the rest of the season, to be honest. And any edge player that is dual position with the centres, you always hold them because they'll always get those higher scores. They got a very high ceiling, you know. A year and Aiken got a ninety last year, so I'm just waiting for that to come through. Yeah, cool. And next one was just getting a little bit set up. Uh, Paulie, Roscoe, our great friend Roscoe, wants to know Watson and Turbo to Cleary and a sub three hundred and seventy k player. I think he was a little bit hopeful that Man would be named, but Man didn't get named. So who were you thinking? You reckon it's worth it? I like I like the move to go to Cleary. They've got to say the heavy rain forecast this weekend in in Sydney's kind of suddenly got me thinking that 
you know what? Like even if Cleary has a bumper game, he's probably only going to get slightly above his break even. It's going to be very hard in these conditions to get three figures. So I'm not sure if I want to, especially if we don't know who that cheapie is yet, because Ezra Mem could end up playing for the Broncos this week or another week, right? But um, if we don't know, then it might just be better to hold hold tight one more week and, I don't know, have a bit of cash in the bank, as we've said for the last couple of weeks. But maybe it's just a case of doing it one more week. Paulie, we're probably going to get this question later on anyway. But do you buy Billy Walters this week, given so much doubt around the, the various players that can play 5-8 for the Broncos? It's funny, isn't it? Like, as each season goes by, it gets more and more about the, the haves and the have-nots. And if you're if you're a team that's a have-not, as a fantasy coach, you don't really want to have a lot of stock in those clubs. So I'm, pro- I'm a Billy Walters owner already, so, you know, I'm riding my... The, the wave at the moment, but you know that wave's going to crash at some point. So do you want to jump on just because it's at the crest or do you want to just go, you know what, I'll let other people suffer that and I'll just uh, plan my next manoeuvre. I think he's definitely a hold, but a buy, I'm not sure yet. Maybe with the other outs, maybe. I, I, if you're going to go a Broncos player, I know he's a bit more expensive, but I prefer Kobe Etherington at the moment. Yeah, fair enough. All right, so I was just having a look for Roscoe, and that's the reason for my question was because Roscoe asked for someone under 370k, and he hasn't got a lot of options. So, no, not a lot out there now. I mean, I think he already owned Cola, but um, there's not a lot of options there now with that news. Um, so, yeah, Walters, look, it, it's not the worst. If you, have, if you had to do it, it's not the worst, you know? Yeah, yeah. I've got. Looking at different players that you could consider, I think he's. I don't. Scotty, do you know if Roscoe's already got Brody Jones? Yeah, mate, Brody he does. So yeah, he's oh. off. He's got him Billy, in last week. Brody. Thompson, he's got him. I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't think there's many options there. I, I just, I just hold. To be honest, there's not. There's nothing. Absolutely nothing. Downgrade, you could downgrade this week and then you'll be it'll be easier upgrade next week. Yeah. But I think that's possibly the best way. Roscoe. Sorry, mate, can't come up with anything under three seventy K. Um Hazels asks Cookie, should he play it safe and Captain Hass? Or should it should he take a risk and get a pod captain? Cook or Dylan Brown is his pod captain options this week. Uh, I'd Captain Haas if he's playing. I'm just looking at that bench and I can't see him. He's going to get around 70 minutes and probably going to be good for 65, like to score fantasy-wise. I played Risky last week and went for feeder and I learnt my lesson. You just shouldn't take it off Haas at the moment. Scotty, do you think that Haas, given what we heard, what Cookie opened with at the start of the show, do you think that Haas is just going to go out there and just absolutely brain it this week, knowing he's got a week off? Yeah, well, he's up against the Roosters, isn't he? So there's been rumours that he's going to be going to the Roosters. I think he plays quite well against them as well. Um, yeah, I reckon he'll play 70 minutes, 65 to 70 minutes. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's going to be my captaincy choice. One thing that you must do this week... Make sure your vice captain is on someone that is good because Haas may be a late, 
he may be a late out. So just for those people. Yeah. Yep. No, good call. All right. So next question, uh, Scotty, if you can take this one. Laiwa asks, is Murray a must? Oh, look, I think he's going to be one of the top three mids for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But he's very pricey now. And I think I think Cookie is right. I think when they do get quite a big lead, I think Arrow will start getting bigger minutes and they may give Murray a bit of a rest. So Murray might come down to that 60 to 65-minute mark. Um but, yeah, I, I, th- I think he is a must because I think him, IPAP and Haas are probably the mids that you really want at the end of the season. Do you agree with that, Cookie? Yeah, I do. Yeah, cool. All right. Um, Paulie, for you, Baked Ferguson asks, is Talakai worth looking at if he gets centre DPP? Normally, I would say a centre is not who you want in that role. Like out and out, like it's sort of like the reverse of what we look for, right? A second role going to the centres. Um, but it's a weird year. Centres are actually yeah. scoring pretty well. Cronulla are, are one of the top, definitely going to be a top eight team. I wouldn't talk you out of it because I'd hate to say in a month, oh, you know, Talakai did keep going well, you know. I'm not looking at it personally. Talakai for me in the past, you know, guy I've looked at in draft, like he's always a bit up and down, so... I'm not thinking about it personally, but, yeah, it's a good position. And I think this year, anyone that's in good situations, you can you can add an extra 10% value to them, you know, to normal years. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess the other thing with Talakai is that it, it's a, it looks like a great move, but Talakai, as Paul just mentioned, he's, he's absolutely fraught with danger. Um, he's got a horrible habit of missing tackles. And that could really affect him, though it should have affected him against someone like Gagai, but it could really affect him in against some some top teams. Um, quick one for you, Scotty. Brennan asks, Nofo or Billy Smith the cooler? Do you keep Nofo? Jeez, oh, yeah, you might as well now. He's a green dot, so... Um... Yeah, I don't know what he's priced out of. I haven't even had a look at him, to be honest. Um, Last I saw it was about four fifty. Yeah, what's his break even? Um, well, there's no, there's no other cheapy options to bring in. So I think you just got to hold him um, at the minute. Um, so he's priced, he's priced at four hundred eleven k, with a break even of waiting for it to load. Break even at thirty one and scored forty last round. Yeah, you might as well keep him. I think yeah, keep him for this round. Cool. All right, uh, Cookie. Next question for you. Um, just made sense. Uh, stretch asked, and he's got his team there in in Discord um, questions section. He says, "Just made CNK down to cooler." Have 291k left in the bank. Was thinking Arrow to May. Uh, what are your thoughts, Cookie? I'm just trying to bring his team up. Uh, what's the name of the is it of the Stretch. one? Stretch. 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 Uh, sorry, the cat just stepped on the iPad. Wants <laughs> uh, the attention. Stretch. I'm looking. Oh, I found it. 
Yeah, I've got to deal with the fact that CNK down the cooler won't won't be happening. No, you can't do that now. So that's one problem. Would you still go Arrow to May? No, but uh, I wouldn't sell Arrow. But I, I've seen a few people saying this in um, Discord, and yeah. yeah, I just don't like it. You've got to remember, he played the second half last week in the at centre, and he's you know. If he was in the middle, he would have still got 55 minutes, maybe 60, and he would have scored close to 55. So, and um, yeah, I just think he's a hold. I don't think he's a sell yet, maybe in a couple of weeks, but I don't see why you move him on now. And yeah, Martin, Martin Nichols is out now see. too. So if you look at the bench, they've got Liam Knight and David Moali on the bench. I don't think either is going to play that many minutes, to be honest. And the only reason I could see you trading out Arrow was if you were going to get Cleary, and and there's reasons to not get Cleary this week. So I think you're definitely holding Arrow for one I more agree. week. So. Yeah, and now all this Taylor May stuff too. I just, yep. yeah, it's too sideways for mine. Yep, cool. All right, cool. Scotty, another question for you from Cookie. <laughs> Who should he play in his 17th, Schneider or Elias? Ilias. Oh, that's a tough one. So the Raiders have the Storm. Yeah, hold on. That question might not mm-hmm. be that. That was if I was getting Cleary. I think that's irrelevant now. Oh well, you should have deleted it. What are you doing? Oh cooking? well, I've been busy and I only get a couple of times right. Like, but I, I would say that I can loop still with Billy Smith. So I'm going to do it via Brody Jones, and yeah. then the other option would be to do it via. Like, say, if Jones scored 45, then I maybe wouldn't play Tom Starling or Josh King. Yeah. Cool. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Right. All right. So, Scotty, then next question, because Cookie's reneged his question. So, Scooper D. Fiugo asks Dylan Brown, the Magnificent, or TPJ, the Offload Machine? He's decided to wait a few rounds on Cleary and spend some of his Cleary funds in the meantime on a round 13 gun. Uh, either, either way, it doesn't really matter. He's got enough mid and half color, cover. Uh, I wouldn't get it either, to be honest. You know, Dylan Brown's getting pretty expensive now. Um like, don't get me wrong, he's 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 absolutely brainy at the moment, but and they do have a very easy run. Uh, he he probably will go up in value a fair bit. He's got a break even at twenty odd, but fifteen twenty odd. So um, playing against the Titans, which yeah, look, I'd go Dylan Brown in front of TPJ if you were going to pick one. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'd definitely be going Dylan Brown. I'd be wanting to see TPJ this week against against Penrith to see if he does the same thing again because uh, it, it wouldn't surprise me for TPJ for it to be a one-off what he scored last week. But I definitely agree with that on Dylan Brown. Um, next one, Paulie. Wow. Um just getting it through it. Just getting through it. Here you go, Paulie. You kind of touched on this one before. Kobe Hetherington or Walters? Yeah, I think Kobe's got the ranking on him just just because of the fact he's going to play quite a few minutes. 
Yeah. All right. And another one for you. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Another one for you. MPDW asks Turbo to Teddy or Walsh for a bit of spice plus no origin. So Turbo to Teddy or Turbo to Walsh. Uh, Reese Walsh is not really on my radar at the moment. I know the Warriors have won two in a row, but they weren't against two very good teams. Um, we'll see what happens next week. We'll see if see if um, if they have a good performance against the Cowboys before we can really evaluate any Warriors players. So certainly, if you've got to make the move this week, just stick with Teddy. Yeah, I'm just having a quick look in terms of averages. Um, Reese Walsh has had a really good run to start the year, apparently. I hadn't actually been paying any attention. He's got a better average than Tedesco over the first three games, um, averaging 48. So There's no doubt that they've got the advantage of oh. playing every second game or so at Redcliffe. Like, there's no doubt that any places you can get warmer, drier, you know, tracks, um, it's going to help outside backs and fullbacks in particular. So you've got that going for you. Um, yeah, just for me, it's more about Warriors and Nathan Brown than about Reese Walsh, the player, because he's a very good player. And look, one thing you'd have if you did trade him in is that you'd think he'd be playing peak because he wants origin, you know. So sort of the round six to 12, like he'll probably play at a high level, you know, which we often see each year, like those emerging origin stars and the ones fighting for places. They really go on a form run. Around from around sort of round six onwards, which is pretty much coming up. So, you know, from that side of it, I don't mind it. And if Ponga keeps up his form, you can you can just imagine the chat around Walsh playing fullback for Queensland starts to really pick up as well. It doesn't take much for for the chat to change, as you say. Like Ponga, they say, oh, he's he came back, but he was never really right. Now he's going for surgery. He'll be out for two months, so he's out of Origin one. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't take long for that sort of narrative to, to adjust and then suddenly Walsh is competing with, you know, the likes of the hammer and that for the fullback role for Queensland, so which could make him play at that sort of higher level. Um, and Sean Johnson's back. So anytime yeah. that these fullbacks have got their key halfbacks inside them, we know that improves their their stock. So look, I'm not against it. I just at the moment I'm still keying in on halfbacks, but I want to see what happens with the refereeing this week, if the officiating is a lot more stringent on six agains, I think suddenly fullbacks will get a lot higher value. So guys like Walsh, even Will Kennedy, will come into come into contention. You know, yeah. Scotty, you've got an alternative wing fullback that you're looking at as a bit of a pod that plays for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Oh yeah, Latrell. Um... We all know he's a flat-track bully, so he's got a pretty good run coming up. Um, I think he's averaging around that 40, and he's had some pretty hard games. Um, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. He's got a ceiling of about 90, 95, so wouldn't surprise me in the next few weeks come in, coming. Um, I could see him getting a couple of, couple of big scores. And then another one for me that if you're looking at that sort of pod long-term play, a bit like picking up Latrell or something like that, Joey Manu, similar sort of thing. So Joey Manu will be the one that shifts to fullback when Teddy is out. Um, and obviously over origin, they don't have to play Teddy anywhere near as much. 
Um, he's coming he's coming down in price, but after last week against the Cowboys, he looked like he's found his groove and he's back back scoring big. Plus, he's got the DPP for centre wing fullback. So, just another pod that you could look at instead of potentially Reese Walsh. But definitely, I think we'd all be kind of keen on getting Teddy in. Um, next question is, so Jacob's got a question here. He's got his team in the chat as well. He currently has 368K in the bank before making any trades. And he's torn between two trades for this week. Um, he'd like a second opinion on them. So first trade, first and only trade is Fafita to Cleary with 64K in the bank. His other trade option would be Fafita to DCE and Billy Smith down to May and Banks 114K in the bank. So in his team, have a look at his team. He's got, in terms of centres, he's got Crichton, Targo, Cooler, Pedersini and Billy Smith. Um, and his halves are currently Kurtman and Brad Schneider with Ilias on the bench. So I think it's definitely about improving his halves. It's just whether you want 64K or DCE, basically. What do you reckon, Cookie? So he's got 368K in the bank. I'll be doing David yeah. Fafita to Cleary. And just do the one trade? That's what I'd be doing. Um, yeah, I don't think does he really need to make another trade here. I don't think so. You could probably get away. You could probably miss out on Taylor May. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. I've missed him anyway. Given he's got Panasini as well, he probably can afford to miss out on Taylor May. Yeah, Panasini will start making money now too because he scored nearly sixty last week. So, and they've got a couple of good games coming up. Yep. No, I agree with that, Cookie. Just there you go, Jacob. We reckon just do the one trade. So, the feed of theory. If I had the money in one trade to do that this week, I'd be pulling the trigger. But unfortunately, I don't. Go for it. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Let's go to the next one. Um, who have I got? Uh, D dot Scotty. Sup, everyone. Keen, keen to get some other perspectives on what I should do this round. 15K in the bake, 28 trades left. I'm thinking these, which leave him with 164K remaining. Um, you've got Marnie to Hetherington and Billy Smith to May. Um, his team is down below if you need that as well. Hmm. Yeah, Marnie's been so underwhelming, hasn't he? He's lost a fair bit of um, coin. Yeah. Um, and Mitch Rain's on the bench, which is a big, uh, which is yeah, which is a big red flag, unfortunately. Um, so he's already got Randall and Starling, so I oh, wouldn't be getting. Oh, he could get someone really good. How much coin has he got in the bank here? Fifteen k. Let me just have a look at who's around that 700k mark. Um, look, I, I don't mind the look of Reuben Cotter. 
He looks all right to me. You reckon Cotter over someone like Hetherington? Yeah, I just I just think Cotter's going to get more minutes. And I think Cotter's a bit more yeah. busy than um, than Heather. Yeah. Um, so the only problem with that might be is that might then affect his bank in terms of getting in Cleary. Yeah. There's just, there's just not many good options. At the minute, unless you just go, you just go straight from Marnie to May, and then just hold your other trade on Billy Smith and just leave it as is, and then you bank your two hundred and ninety-three k or whatever it is, and you got more money in the bank for Cleary. And particularly for for D dot, the question I'd want to ask is, what are you what are you getting Kobe Hetherington for? Because you don't necessarily need it for hooker cover. And you've got enough mid-cover, I think. Probably doesn't have the mid-cover. So he needs mid-cover anyway. Mm. I don't necessarily know if you need to get Kobe Hetherington. Um, in terms of other mids, I, I agree with you on um, Ruben Cotter. I still think he's going to average about 55 minutes per game and probably at about a 0.8 ppm, which is which is roughly your 45 points. Um Another one, though, just probably worth keeping an eye on, particularly with the Broncos team, is so he may end up with DPP, um, but I don't know if he will after round six, um, is Keenan Palacia. So he's averaged at, he's priced at just over 400K um, and has shown that he can play 80 minutes on an edge. But up until that point, his games in prop have been really, really good. And he shifted to an edge in round three during the game as well. So that could be another option. Um, So Palacia played 56 and 42 minutes in the first two games and got scores of 41 and 31 respectively. He's probably the main person that's going to pick up with with Haas, Flegler, and Carrigan out. So potentially, and that potentially being next week. So Palacia could be one to to get, and he may end up with DPP, but I don't know if he will. Um, yeah, I don't think he'll get DPP. He'd have to, he'd have, to have got named there this week to have a chance. Yeah, that that was my thought as well, Paulie. I, I don't think he will. So it might be one that happens down down the road, but but definitely could get an uptake in minutes and could definitely get an uptake in points over the next couple of weeks with the Broncos team. If you're looking for middle cover, um, Wacko Jacko asks Cookie. He's pretty happy with his current team, but unsure whether he should trade, should just completely hold trades this week or try and make a play for Cleary. Uh, looks like it'll be hard that Cool is out. Presuming I hold, do I just leave my bench and emergencies as is? So you might have to have a look at his team. Yeah, I messaged him a bit earlier and he said, yeah, that plan now, like me, is sunk, re getting Cleary. Um, yeah, I'll just look now. Um, Leave my bench in emergencies. Okay, I've got to hear Pappenhausen's Tesco highs. Oh, he's got Moses. That's nice. So he's got 
He's got a problem in terms of mid cover. I'm, I'd actually be looking. He's pretty. Oh, he's got. Uh, he's got Leo Thompson there as mid cover at the moment. I'd be looking at Fafita to and Isaiah Papali get the dual position. Would be a trade I'd be looking. He doesn't have enough money spare, does he? He's only got fifty six k. Oh no! Yep, you're right. Yeah. So he's got the bench of Randall, May, Penasini, Snyder. Yeah, you've got to play Randall. You've got to play Taylor May. Penasini against the Titans, yeah. Um, the only one I'm not worried about this week, Snyder, with um, the Raiders playing the Storm. Um, Chualangi, Paulie, do you reckon he is going to get big minutes this week? Like, what Would you play Chualangi over Snyder for this, no. this um, round? I don't think so. I don't think I'd play him. Yeah, I'd be trying to, yeah, it's a tough one with Tua because he's got the potential to get 50s and 60s, yeah. you know. So I've sort of, you know, I'm looking at the mm. loophole with him. Yeah, he's up, he doesn't have anyone here that he can loop. So for that 17th man spot, he's either got to play Snyder, Tua Lange, or Brody I Jones. Make, I think you just make the call Snyder and you have Jones as 18th man, you know. If, if, Jones, if yeah. Jones has a big game and it makes it easy, yep. but he's not. It's probably likely that he's going to end up with Snyder and Tuolangi. You're just hoping for the best because you need him to go up. You need him to score big to go up in cash anyway. So I think you're just hoping for the best, right? Like you just doesn't matter whether he's in your 17 or. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say, Paulie. Um, I, also, I was discussing with him earlier. Um, what about look at looking at matchups? Would you play Ilias over Snyder this week, given that we've got the Dragons and he looked better last week? <sighs> Let me see what I've got. The, which, oh, which two oh, of them have I got? See, see, Cookie, I'd be, while, while Paul is doing that, I'd be looking at Brody Jones. I think Brody Jones has to play 80 minutes this week. Um, so, don't think so. Depends on, yeah. You don't reckon about uh, no. no, apparently, if, if, um, so this is worst case scenario for a lot of people. If, Frizzell is out. He's been named, but I reckon he'll be laid out. They're tipping man to move to the edge. And then that means Mama C will still be on the bench. Yeah. I think even no matter what, that's, they know that they can do that. And I don't see Jones getting more than sort of 65, I think, is the best-case scenario. But mm. it might even be less. What's the predictor have Ilias at, guys, and Snyder? And then we'll finish his, uh, the question like that. Yeah, I just feel like even if Ilias has a good game, like he just hasn't been able to put it together. So 28, you know, there's a big – compared to Snyder's 59. Like it's just a massive difference. On the predictor, you've got Snyder at 59. That's what all the numbers are coming up as. Oh, it's hard to see him getting that against the Storm. But, yeah, play Snyder. Yep, sure. All right. Yeah. Um, Next question. What do we got? We've got Lenty's question. Oh, Shame the bloke can't be here. He, he wants to know, Cookie, this one's for you. Hetherington or Cotter? Any dual position? Yeah, the problem, as we said, with Hetherington is like the minutes. Last week, with all those injuries, he's still, I know he's on the bench, but he only got 24 minutes. Um, I just don't know. 
I, I don't know if he gets more than 45 minutes, to be honest, even starting at lock. Um, whereas Cotter off the bench, what would he be, like worst case scenario, 50 minutes, probably 55, would you say, Tim? Yeah, I, I'd say so, mate. Yeah, I'd probably go Cotter. I just, yeah, depends if what you need, if you could use the extra 150K. If you can use the extra 150K to get towards Cleary next week or the week after, then I'd go Hetherington. But if the funds aren't an issue, then I'd go Cotter. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. Um, the only other one, just to keep an eye on, Linty, I just had a look at his price, is Brandon Smith. He's dropped to under 600K. So Brandon Smith could be one, Linty, that you might look at going back to but possibly not this week, that's all. Um, next question is, Scotty, Huntley Hurricane asks, he's held for feeder so far, is it time to jump off? If so, who do you guys like under his price? He he likes, or she likes, Cotter or Wilton, or being spicy and going one of the Rabbitohs, Walker, Latrell, AJ with their juicy draw. Mm. Or an alternative of your choosing. Yeah, look, I don't mind Wilton. I, I really like Wilton, but um, I'm not too sure when my Graham will be back. I think he slots straight back in there on the left edge, um, unfortunately. Um, if uh, Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't be going Wilton. Cotter's interesting. He's got that dual position. Um, I don't mind him. He'll get that 55 minutes. Um, we will probably average 45 to 50. And out of the Rabbitohs, I'd, be, I'd be only be looking at Latrell as a pod option. I think he's in for a few big games coming up. Cool. All right, Cookie, this one's for you. This one is... This one's for you. Uh, you just asked. Thoughts? He was thinking of getting rid of, of Tui to Kobe Hetherington. Uh, to a lungy to Kobe Hetherington, I'm pretty sure that is. Okay. Yeah, to a lungy to Kobe Hetherington or yeah. under 500k. I don't think to a lungy's a sell at this point. Um, I think you've got to hold at that price point, and given that he's looked good in those limited chances, or sorry, I shouldn't say limited chances. I should say due to things happening, like him getting the, what was it, the sore shoulder? Or Paulie's probably best to answer this one, to be honest. Paulie, what do you yeah, reckon? I'm not selling him yet. She's got to give him a chance, you know. We don't know with West Tigers. like It's a long year for them. So if, you, if you're invested in them, you just kind of got to hope that it works out. I'm not... Yeah, to tra- trade him to Kobe's a bit sideways for mine. And, yeah, and he's got... He's going to have the same yeah. drama, like in two weeks' time, you're going to be saying, "What's Kevy doing? Is Kobe going to get enough minutes?" It's, just, it's the same problem. So you don't want to, as we said before, you don't want too many of these guys in your team from clubs that are struggling. You just want a couple. Maybe if you, you know, people ask Jack Bird owners what it's like, because this is what happens when you're in a bad team. You get shuffled around. Now you're playing five eighth. Now you're not getting the upside. You know what I mean? Like it's just. It's very risky. If you've got one, you may as well just hold him, save the trade, and hope that it works out. Swapping him over, we've done his waste of trade, and you've got pretty much the same guy. Yeah, 100%. 
All right, next question. I think we're starting to get some... Oh, maybe not near the end of it. I was hoping it um, Here we go. Mo. Apologies, Mo. I'm not even going to try and go with that last name. I think you're in the room, but I'm not even going to try and pronounce your last name. Sorry. Um, he asks, Hass, May, Cooler, all out. So question mark. Um, if Hass is out, would it be worth swapping Payne Hass to Cleary? Scotty. No, no, no. Best player in his position, try and keep him, find other ways. Yeah, you know, um, Maddie to bed in Discord saying the same thing. If Haas is two weeks, he might trade him to Cleary. I said, May. Two weeks is too short. Two weeks is worth too short. Oh, yeah. Like, what's the, what's the over yeah. Like, if Turbo, for example, was where only ruled out for three yeah. weeks, you'd have a serious convo, right? So I think three weeks is your, is your, is your sort of thing where you start thinking about it. Two weeks is too short, particularly yeah. with all the dramas that goes on. Yeah. I, I would not be I trying to pay the house. Um, Cookie, Matrix is asking, who should he be thinking about trading to get uh, Ryan Pappenhausen in? His team is there below. He's got 240K in the bank. I looked at this one. I'd be trading out Bird straight for Pappy. That's good. I like that. Yeah, bring up yeah. bring that eye in. That looks like his only option. Bird yeah. to yeah, and start Nanai, and he's got Chualangi. Yeah, that's the one. I agree. Unless you went for feeder, but I think for feeders your path to Cleary anyway. So yeah, I agree. Do Jack Bird. And Fafita might come good as well. You don't know. Like, I'm just hoping. I'm, I'm not really expecting much, but you never know. All right. So just finishing, just a couple more from Mo. Uh, so Mo asks, should we be starting to get ready for Origin? Paulie, at what point do we start by planning? Or Scotty? Paulie? Sure. Um... The thing for me this year, um, the last few years, is with the buys, is it's just like we only really miss one extra game with Origin and then I'm I'm not nearly as sort of concerned about it as I used to be. I used to literally sit there with the charts, you know. All right, who's going to be out, this person? And I would just redline through players if I knew they were going to have a horrible sort of Origin period. I'll be like, I don't care how well they're going. They're not coming in near my team. And others, I'd give them massive upgrades in rankings if I thought, oh, they've got a good run, you know, through that period. Um, next yeah. year, I think they're changing the, it back, right? So we're going to have this drama again from next season. But right now, I just like, yeah. I'm not worried about it. I feel if you're playing overall, you almost tank. You almost tank one of the two ones, right? The one you get to about four weeks to to go, and you sort of look at your thing and think, oh. I'm going to have not many for 13. I might as well just start planning for 17. Mm. You, know? you can move up big ranks, right. though, in those buy rounds. Like if yeah. you hold trades earlier. Of course, but how many trades are you going to hold earlier and how many places are you going to drop? For me, Cookie, you move up more in the last five weeks of the year. Yeah, I think you're right, actually. Everybody, everybody has used their trades. And then yeah. when the big names go down, it's like it doesn't really matter. Like if you have a guy and he scores 30 and then you go, oh, I didn't bring him in and I only had 
eight and someone else had 10 or 11, but all those guys got 30. It's only 90. But in the mm. last month, if you're out of trades and two keepers go down and you've still got, and you've got no trades, you're losing 60, 70, 80 points each player. Whereas someone that has those trades can get those. And then if they cap them on, it's even higher. So I'm not worried about it. Where you say, I I like to try and save two trades early in the year, very early in the year, but I like to otherwise burn them because there's so much going on. And then once it settles down, I like to save a few. Um, And then, yeah, each year it gets tough, but ideally you want to have a back end. Yeah, keep in mind we do get those four at trades as well. When are they given to us? Around 19 or something. So, you know, it's going to help a lot of people because a lot of people do like going through the trades. Um, but, you know, um, yeah. that, that would cha- look, this is the first year we've done it, so we, we don't really have any data on it. So that would change things a bit because if you get four trades in round 20 and you just say yeah. all for just emergencies, well, yeah. you probably same off, you know. And you can... And you can use four as well um, after round 13, I think. You can use up to four a week. That's where people will burn quickly, right? Yeah, that's new too. Yeah. My only other thought with that is if there's genuine keepers in a position, um, so someone like a a Matt Burton, um, about three or four weeks out from origin, he could be someone that you might be looking to get because he plays the round – I'm pretty sure Burton plays round 13 – um, could be considered a keeper in centre and the dog's draw starts to ease up about then anyway. So I think if you're looking at keepers, genuine keepers in certain positions, then that would be it. But realistic. Yeah. Even then, we've got to, we've got to, we probably have to do a show around then around what what's Freddie thinking for origin, what's Billy Slater thinking for origin, because... What if a couple of guys go down and suddenly Matt Burton's in the frame for a centre role in Origin? You know what I mean? Like, so then suddenly you got to pivot your planning. So yeah, a bit early, but not too early. Like certainly when there's fifty-fifty calls, it doesn't hurt to say, you know what, this guy's in round thirteen. Like I think Scotty's been talking about one because he's talking about you and Aiken. Like he's so close to getting rid of him, and I think one of the reasons to hold could be could be because he plays in round 13 and, and when it is that close like it's a pure 50 50 then it then i think it's worth it certainly you should be checking before you just get rid of uh, green dots um you should be checking it do they play round 13 from from this week um so next question Mo, mo's got a, a little bit more for us he's he's also asked just a little bit further down should he be trading nofo um it depends on what you're doing. I've just seen his other trade, and I think if you've got a bit of extra cash and you can upgrade Nofo, maybe. But if you haven't got cash to upgrade, maybe don't <laughs> get rid of Nofo. I can't see anyone else inside your centre wing fullback and reserves that I'd be looking at getting out Mo either. Uh, Bullymore's possibly one that you might need to be considering trying to get out because you've currently got. Wishart, Cooler, Schiller, and Bullymore. That's four guys. Four red dots probably need to at least try and get rid of one of them. So that might be something for you to consider as well, Mo. All right. Um, Scotty. VB's Hardest Workers asks, my current mids are the two Kings, Hass and Leo as cover. Should he try and get Heather for a bit more depth? Um, look, uh, 
Look, I like Heather as a player. I think he's a really good player. But I don't know. There's just a bit of uncertainty around Kevy. I'm not too sure how many minutes Heather is going to get. Um, no, I wouldn't be jumping on him just yet. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think I mean, there's other, possibly other guys we can look at and probably could find some for you. All right, Laiwa is back with another question. And he goes, should I hold Clifford and ride it out or move on as an early trade? Uh, Cookie, what do you reckon? Hold Clifford or move him on? What's his break-even? Does anyone know? Uh, break-even is about 40 off the top of my head. Uh, yeah. See, he's the one that can score 30s and then he gets a 50 and then he's back to two thirties. Uh Depends who you want to sell him for. How much does he have spared, do you know? Um, not sure, yeah. So break-even of 44, uh, possibly... Uh, I mean, I think if you're looking to definitely looking to upgrade, whether you're looking at particularly someone like Cleary, I think Cleary would be an easy one to move Clifford onto. If you didn't need a, does he need a half or like if you don't need a half, could you move on to Cotter, like Scotty yeah. said, someone like that? Yeah, that's that's a nice option too. Um, okay, next one. VB's hardest worker is back again, and he says, uh, "Do you guys think the Storm Raiders game will be close or a blowout, Scotty?" He's looking to see if he should play Coates or Schneider. Um, let me have a look. Where are they playing? Uh, they're playing in Canberra. Uh, there's going to be a lot of rain down south, so um, I think it's actually going to be a pretty sloppy game. So, so based on that, Coates or Schneider. Uh, I'd be going Schneider. That game's Wagga. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Might be a bit drier out there. Usually, yeah. Let's we'll see. Mm. Um, yeah, I'd still go Schneider. Yep. No, I'm. I'm up. I think Schneider would be my pick as well. I don't necessarily think it. It might be close on the scoreboard if it's um, rain affected, but it's probably. I think Melbourne will have the running. It's just and just that Coates won't be able to get away and run down the sideline like he normally would. It's it's really funny with the Raiders. Though. They always have the hoodoo over the storm, so they always they always turn up. So I think that one will be a very interesting game, to be honest. Yeah. All right. So um, this is our last question from the Discord. So if there's any, we've got a few people listening in. If any of them have any questions that they'd like. Like us to answer if they can put them in the chat. Otherwise, one more thing I want to bring up as well that's just popped into my head. All right, this might be our last question, and then we've got what's here in green room. So, RG asks, are there any players that are top priorities to bring in this week? Any must buys? Cookie, must buys this week? Uh, Yes, no. Depends. Like, Do we want Taylor May now with all this that's happened? He was, he was the guy until this until this news. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't feel like there's any real must buys. No. Um, Scotty must buys. Yes, no. Um, mm, nah, nothing. 
I've already got Taylor May. Taylor, uh, look, if, you, if I think Taylor May, is, it's the last week that you can get on him. Um, yeah, but with the news today, I wouldn't bother. Um, but other than that, nah, nothing. All right. Um, look, I don't, yeah, definitely don't think there's any must buys this weekend. Look, you could if you've got a seventeen running out, I think you're definitely better off going just going with your seventeen rather than trying to make a trade if you don't have to. Cleary could be one that, and he's not necessarily a must buy. Cleary could be one that I, I think most a lot of people should be looking to try and get this week. Um. Yeah. But I did um I did come up with an alternative option which led to my next question. I don't know what you guys think of it, but if people are looking for a cash out and someone that's gonna play around origin time to get to Cleary, what do you guys make of Davy Moali? Uh, Scotty? Yeah, I think nah, not for me, Cookie. He only played like twelve minutes the first game. He's a bit like Momosia from Newcastle. He doesn't get many minutes. And then his break even will be massive. Yeah. When it, when we come to Origin, he won't make any money, and then there's no point in having him, unless there's a few few forwards that go down with injury. Nichols is out, but yeah, then I just look and Harmy Selly's back in the 18th man, so he probably makes the 17 when he's yeah fitness up. Yeah, if he had a couple of guys that were playing Origin in front of him, particularly Origin in the front row, um, maybe. But realistically, the only one that's going to Impact Moali is Cam Murray, um, and and even then they've shown in the past that they kind of cover cover the thirteen with a couple of other guys anyway. So Moali possibly not. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and I mean Mo Mo puts puts up someone like Tu Tui Pilotto or however you. Christian from Manly, who's moved on to the wing. It's just so much doubt. If if Cool is a week or two before he gets back, Christian's not going to make enough enough cash in that time. Um, yeah, there's not really an option out there. So I, I think cashing cash down options are very very slim this week. Scotty, you got any questions? No, nah, mate, I'm all good. I'm all good. Oh, if, oh this, maybe this one um, for turbo owners. Um, who's probably who's the best option for turbo? Because I know that question hasn't been asked yet. Specifically in the wing fullback, or anyway. Yeah, we'll get. We'll just go with wing fullback. Tedesco. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. So Tedesco. If you if you've got if you've got Turbo, you probably haven't got Tedesco, Pappenhausen, and Hines. So probably that's one of those. I guarantee you haven't got all three of them. If you've got Turbo, mm-hmm. so probably one of those three would be my pick. Yep, beauty. Yeah. I'm going Turbo to Teddy. Yeah, and then you bank a bit of cash as well. You bank nearly ninety k. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, guys, any sort of thought at the moment of not not getting Cleary? Or do we reckon now with the rule upgrade we get Cleary? Have to get Cleary with the crackdown. 
I, I was in have to get Cleary, but now I can't, thanks to this news. Mm, unless you bring Moali in like you wanted to. Sorry. Yeah, that's going to be stupid, though, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Then no, not not at, not at that cost of... of yeah, no. mm. Um, With the crack, Cleary becomes an, a, a, a must-buy over the next week or two, doesn't he? Yeah, look, uh, look, I think he's a must-buy at any time. But, you know, with a break-even of just over 100, I think it is. Um, look, he can wait a week. I know he may, you know, get an 80 or 90 this week. There's going to be pretty wet conditions, slippery conditions at Parramatta. Um, we're expecting a lot of rain, so... Um, look, might might be a bit of a sloppy game. I think I think I think you don't need to bring him in this week if you're going to ruin your team. I was going to trade out Aitken for Brody Jones and then upgrade um, Turbo to Cleary, but Aitken plays around thirteen. Aitken's been scoring okay for a centre option. I just I just don't want to do it. So um, yeah, look, you can always get him in next week. Yep. Yep. And and Gary posts an interesting thought for you, Cookie. If you're getting, if you're that determined to get Cleary this week, you could just trade in Cooler because you know that Cooler's going to play, and you know that he's going to be the one that he could get up anywhere up to eight weeks in the team. Yeah. So you, you you trade him and you carry the red dot, and you know what the problem is in regards to that. All your other red dots. Billy Smith's a red dot also. Yeah. If it's only for one week, though, if you've got two red dots for one week, it's not that bad. Ah, what would you do, Scotty? No, I wouldn't take a red dot. No way. I've already got Billy Smith as a red dot. No, no I wouldn't. And, and, and then, hold on, Haas is going to be a red dot soon, too. I can't. That's right. I'll just have to suck yeah. it up and tear my team apart in a week or two when Cleary scores his 100, and then I'll... Have to worry about it. Yeah, no, fair enough. All right, guys. It doesn't look like there is anything else. Worst, worst, worst case scenario, I can, no, you can always move man or Sorry. arrow on in a week or two, and then you don't have to upgrade as much. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. All right, so, guys, we might call that a wrap there tonight. Thanks, everybody, for all their questions. Um, look forward to answering them all again next week. And best of luck in the carnage that is round five. Thanks, everybody, and good night.